But what are we riffing on? Well, we're just going to start talking, and at some point I'm just going to be like, yeah, this is where the podcast started. Yeah, that's my plan. It's a perfect plan. I'm, pre- I'm a pretty unknown factor a lot of the time. <laughs> I feel like whole church is just too like ambiguous sometimes, where we're just like, what do you believe? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that fit with the rest of churches? Cool. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's systematic ecology where we're like, what are your thoughts on Last Jedi? And then we go, Joshua, uncool. <laughs> well, that's so funny, Will, because I put those words, Last Jedi, in my outline for KOTOR 2, what TJ and I and I guess are going to be doing soon. You do know that TJ is a fan of The Last Jedi. Oh, I'm well aware. Okay. <laughs> like, he's it will one make of the people with context. good opinions on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Divisive. It is divisive. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll say that about it. Well, so, so now that we, we mentioned, like, whole church just sees what people believes and how we can have unity systematic geekology is like doing like the geek thing and thinking about it deeper in faith uh what's uh my seminary life about brandon uh, oh, we're starting we're recording it's about, now. It's about <laughs> me in seminary which is over so now it's just kind of awkward i just sit behind the mic for 40 minutes and don't say anything um oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so. one sentence i finished seminary I finished Four seminary. See, see you next week, guys. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, it started as like this thing where I was talking about what I was studying in grad school as I was finishing my master's. Now that it's done, I'm either going to, I'm looking at either uh, classes, subjects, topics that I didn't have to take a class on. Like I somehow got through seminary without having to take an apologetics class. So that's like what I'm doing right now don't know how that worked by the way (laughs) thanks it's been i mean the by way of downloads it has been very popular so far which is cool um it's been one of the most consistently listened to series we've i've done so far so yeah gonna be doing stuff like that and then some just for fun series along the way as well just stuff that i want to talk about like this summer doing a whole thing on bonhoeffer gonna be reading some of his stuff and reflecting on it (laughs) Yeah, speaking of Trev, he yeah. announced that like the next day after I announced it, I felt like he. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> it's like, man, <laughs> I will make yeah. a plug for that. Jeff, Jeff, Dr. Jeff Pugh, who he has on kind of as a Bonhoeffer expert, has written a couple mm-hmm. books on Bonhoeffer and they're they're fantastic. So I'll I'll, I'll plug that. Um, nice. And there's a graphic novel out there as well on Bonhoeffer. Oh, I might look for that um, for material. That's fun. Yeah. Will, are you taking that class that Trip is doing? Are you taking that class? Yeah, yeah I signed up for it. I don't know how much I'll, I'll plug in. Uh, thankfully, you know, he has kind of a, you can go, if you miss a particular class or a live stream, you can go back and watch or, or read what he's doing. But I, I do plan to do on that. Just, mm-hmm. just because, you know, us Lutherans claim Bonhoeffer as one of our own. And just coming oh, back yeah. from Germany, um, you know, there was some discussion, you know, as much as we love Luther, there's a lot of things he said towards the end of his life that was very anti-Semitic mm-hmm. and and that Nazis um, latched onto that helped justify what they did. So mm-hmm. Luther himself can be problematic when it comes to that. But I also remind our students and kind of like you know, the complexity of each person, what you cancel, what you don't cancel. Do you cancel the whole person or just part of it? Can you, can you tease mm-hmm. the good out and leave some of the bad? But you know, I was able to share with that group. Yeah, Luther, Luther, um, 
you know, he's a hero of the Reformation, but of course also very problematic. But then also what was birthed out of our tradition was also Bonhoeffer, who resisted against the Nazis. Yeah, so that uh-huh. same tradition that that you can yeah. make a case led to Nazism, um, out of that tradition um, rose um, rose Bonhoeffer out of out of that. So so we have that to claim a fame too. So yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. I'm 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 really excited to be a part of that. And on that note, Will's going to be on. I'm definitely going to have Will now on the <laughs> during the summer to talk more about Bonhoeffer. So yeah, I was going to say for those wondering, um, we love Trip and his podcast, but they they are not part of the network. <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking Home about Christianity is getting like, homebrewed Christianity <laughs> yeah. is getting the most plug out of all of this. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> not that's not the goal here. But no, one thing I one thing I do love though is that's like that's part of why it made sense for us to do this whole network thing is because like a lot of us already listen to each other's show and like text each other about it. Like, Hey man, I really like this series. I really liked this that you did, or, you know, crossovers happened already between my seminary life and whole church and different things. And it's like, Hey, um, why don't we like make this official so that we actually benefit from one another and do it. So let nothing move you podcast is essentially like what I love to do when I go into the word, when I love receiving preaching from others is to going verse by verse, chapter by chapter through the Bible. It really helps me get into a lot of the context of what's going on uh, in the story. We don't just jump all over the place. Not to say there's anything wrong about mm-hmm. that particular way of preaching. Like we do a sermon series on this to move to a, di- a separate one. Like that is still very useful to me, but it's way more useful for me to just keep going straight through. So I'm starting with the book of Luke. I just did chapter nine. It was our last episode. Yeah. I'll continue through that. Then I'll be going to the book of Romans. And after I'm done with those two, mm-hmm. I'll be going back to the very beginning, going straight through the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Yeah, chapter nine was good too. Um, yeah, so we have Christian is going to the Southern Baptist Seminary. Um, Brandon went to a seminary that I forgot the name of, and <laughs> Grace Theological Seminary. It's part of the Caris uh, denomination. Yeah. It was Grace Brethren. Yeah, yeah, and you're like. Somewhere between non-denominational and like good Baptist. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> Will is Will is the most Lutheran to ever to ever Lutheran a Lutheran. You know, like if Lutheran's a verb, it's what he yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we'll claim that there are good Lutherans and bad Lutherans too. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and depending on where you are <laughs> on any given day, there there's those those two. Yeah, I I am I'm Lutheran. You would say cradle Lutheran. Uh, baptized Lutheran from from my mom's side of the family, who was from Racine, Wisconsin, and then, you know, it was I, I had my college years of like, what am I going to be? I know I'm going to stay a Christian, but do I want to stay Lutheran? Do I want to find another denomination or something else that fits? Mm-hmm. And eventually, I kind of came back around to home to say like, yeah, yeah, I think Lutheran is where I feel most at home, even though, of course, uh, the danger of the single story. I'm a complexity um, and a paradox all in myself. Um, within me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I think most people yeah. are that way. I feel that I, yeah. So I grew up Pentecostal, um, kind of became non-denominational Pentecostal at one point. Um, I kind of just saw a lot of things wrong with the church. I didn't know a lot of these things like progressive Christianity existed or trip folder. And I only saw the super like right conservative you see on the news that I was like, some of this is bad, like really bad. <laughs> um, so I started to think, it was a, it was Team Zao. It was this online ministry of like blogs and different things. Occasionally, we did like a podcast type thing with it, and then we had we had a bunch of different people who kind of worked together on that. Um, 
and it was Team Zao because, you know, Zao is life in Greek. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is just life. At the time, I was really big into nutrition. So we talked like body, mind, soul, kind of whatever. Um, after I had my car accident where I like died and then kind of came back-ish, it was a whole, it was a whole ordeal. Um, <laughs> I ended up still trying to do it for a little while. And then we had one of the people who worked on it with me actually passed away from a heart failure. And then it just kind of fell apart slowly with just a bunch of different things. And I was like, yeah. And part of it was we weren't doing the podcast anymore because the mic was in my car. So we're not going to do that part anymore. And it turns out that's why people were checking it out in the first place. They didn't really care about the blog. <laughs> so someone eventually, after we ended it, was like, wait a minute. The reason y'all stopped the podcast is because you didn't have a mic and just sent me a mic. So then we had to do something. And I was like, well, what was a lot of it actually about? And after I went through a lot of other experiences and stuff, I realized the problem with the church wasn't we need to branch off and make another division to do the right one. Finally, it was kind of a actually we got to figure out how to come together because Christ's main thing of how we should witness was actually how we love one another. And the love of the church is what's the witness, not having sound, good three point sermons. So it was like, hmm, OK, how do we do that? <laughs> And eventually that became whole church. And I just made the, you know, the tag long on Azal ministries. Cause it's like to live again. And I was like, Oh yeah, nice throwback to that team's Zao thing that we did. And uh, now we're finally seeing the need for this network. Cause we have a bunch of different podcasts that are kind of working together already. So uh, just sticking with it on Azal ministry podcast, which turns out spells amp, <laughs> which is a fantastic Was not planned. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's a great acronym. So explain a little bit more about the Greek word uh, that, cause I think that's really cool. I think that's a good connection of what's going on here. So explain, explain the Greek word behind it and kind of the theology behind it. Okay. So it's technically pronounced anazao because there isn't like an eh sound in like the coin Greek, mm -hmm. which is really difficult. So we pretty much all say anazao anyway, <laughs> just letting everyone know that we do know that that's not right. We just don't care. <laughs> Christian, so, don't tell that. your Greek prof next <laughs> no, semester. No, no, I, really <laughs> I really hope Dr. Siegel doesn't listen to this. Uh, Dr. Harmon, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'll have to care for a whole year that I'll never have to care again. Oh, man. But the, um, <laughs> yeah, so it is live again. And there's, I think, two, I think there's only two places in the Bible that it's there, but it's either live again, be renewed different things like that it's kind of there's a bunch of different things that it could be greek words have better and deeper meanings than a lot of english words mm -hmm. that's for sure yeah but that's not the point right now that's a different podcast so when i finally start my greek podcast ah but I where it comes it. from in in luke the uh the the story of the prodigal son that's that's what the father uses oh, with no the no no we prefer the one in romans where it says that sin is going to be renewed in us <laughs> <laughs> wow. that is a thing that sin came back into the world like that's actually like a whole part of like the other time that it's used so it's used once it's used once well like it, will i appreciate said. what you were doing i'll be yeah, yeah thank you thank you i was going to talk yeah, prodigal yeah. son but uh yeah. he, he went that. 
Yeah, I think yeah. when the when the father looks at the older son and says he was once dead, but is alive again, lost but now found. That's the word that that Jesus is used in the parable to come back again. And and so you know, systematic ecology, we, we dive into the geek, geeky things. We just came off of season three of the Mandalorian. Spoilers for everyone, but there is you know these different factions. It's not huge, but it's like you know the the factions within the Mandalorian tribes and religion. How how do they come together and live? again and so part of this network the reason i'm i'm kind of behind it i think it's great is you have different tribes different um uh, ways of looking at the world and faith coming together under one umbrella uh to express themselves and and we can work uh, better as a team uh together uh, than we do apart so i think that's kind of the vision behind this network yeah but we have no idea whether that happens in mando or not because no spoilers um <laughs> So anyway, oh, it's already been uh, over. You should have watched already. Come this on, is not Brandon. a spoiler announcement. No, oh, I'm pretty. Um, I'm pretty behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm pretty That'd behind be on a lot of stuff right but, now. But what what I thought, what I really like about that though, is the way that Jesus uses it. Kind of highlights why the Greek term is better to me than we could have just been another New Life Ministries. There's a million of those, but it's because of how the word can take those multiple meanings. And Jesus was a kind of intentionally vague in that, right? Because it does say, oh, he's come back to life again. But also, no, his son was renewed to him. His son returned. His son is a new person again. So the verb anazao, which it is a verb, is a lot more complex than just new life. It's a lot more than just renewed because mm-hmm. I can – um, Anazal, my thinking. I can, you know, be renewed in how I do things. I can impact new information and renew my own stance, like redo it more or less, like hit restart, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and I and I think that, you know, in terms of we each have our own audience and our, our kind of niche and an expression of faith, but being under one network uh, can reach more and show that there are others um, that, that we are unified, but there's also different personalities, different ways of doing things and reach a larger audience. So coming over one umbrella, working together is a new way of, of doing that. Uh, and, and there are, you know, it's not lost to me. There's plenty of options of faith. As you said, just another new life uh, ministry. There's plenty of faith podcasts. There's a lot of podcasts out there. And so um, there are a lot of options. Uh, so, you know, we, we don't pretend that there are other options and other people who do great things, whether it's homebrewed or, or other other folks that do stuff, but um, how we come together and network together to uh, extend the family tree, I think is, is important. Oh yeah. And part of like how we've defined what, I hate using the term, what our brand's going to be compared to some of the other ones. Cause you know, we don't, we're okay just being another one, but we also don't want to just be another of something that you can get better somewhere else anyway. Um, <laughs> part of a, you know, I really like we helped ourselves define the difference, just talking to one another, but also just kind of reaching out to other people. Um, a friend of our network, Joe Day, he has his own network, you know, Happy Day Ministries. And part of what really helped me come up with our difference is because I was kind of trying to describe that. Our thing is more Christians that think deeper, that aren't just going to be on the service level. When we're doing systematic ecology, we're not just going to ask, how cool is Superman? We're going to ask, is he a Moses figure, a Jesus figure, or a Daniel figure? Let's talk about that. Let's go deeper into it. You know, when we're talking whole church, I'm not actually just saying, well, what do you believe? Okay, so how do we have unity? Or what if Superman was a Mandalorian? Yeah, and it's more <laughs> of a, okay, well, if that's what you believe, what implications there impact these other doctrines? And how is it possible if that impacts your doctrine of salvation for me to have a different 
doctrine and us still work together, even if I question if that's how salvation works. You know, and there's different complex things. My seminary life, it's seminary stuff. <laughs> it's pretty hard not yeah. to think deeper about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, let nothing move you is he's not just reading the Bible to you and then kind of doing some emotional plea about it. It is from my perspective, it seems like he's trying to do actual exegesis. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. I don't want a surface level reading of the Bible just to make myself feel good. It's like, oh, well, I read my Bible for today and now I can move on with life. No, I want people to focus on what is actually being said there. And I'm very grateful uh, on another discussion that was brought up here earlier. Uh, I never would have found a lot of the podcast I listen to now without these lovely individuals in my life who recommended Aww. to check them out. It's like I didn't know my seminary life existed until I, I saw Joshua you know, interviewing you on whole church. And, you know, I didn't know about uh, a lot of things like I'm going to be on eventually the halfway there podcast being interviewed at a convention. I didn't know that existed. I, I am completely caught up to something I didn't know existed until a couple of months ago. And that's nice. 300 some episodes. I hate to tell you, there's a strong chance that that won't happen now. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, I don't. I don't regret my time listening to it because I got a lot of really good, uh, learning from other people, listening to their stories, how they came to Christ and what they did with it. And I never yeah. would have done that without all of this happening. For those wondering, halfway there is Eric Nevins, who runs the Christian Podcasters Association. So if you have your own podcast, uh, get plugged in there. He's really helpful. It's not a network, but it's more of just a group of people kind of helping each other, sharing podcasts, all that kind of stuff. And I learned a lot of podcasts that I really enjoy over on that Facebook group. So that's pretty cool. Brandon, you were going to say something and then people kept talking. You forgot what it how was. it works. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a background character. It's how I think of main. myself. He's the main uh, character. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but no, I was going to circle back to the whole, you know, you said it's seminary. You have to think deeper. And that was the other reason, you know, that's one of the reasons I started the show is it, it was helpful for me to, it was like a form of studying, taking notes and internalizing it better. But I don't know. Oh, well, Christian knows this for a fact mm-hmm. that uh, seminary is like really expensive. And <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like the higher education, particularly Christian higher education, is like the biggest paywall that you have to pay to get information. <laughs> yeah. You know, nice. if you want to be a part of their Patreon, cough up 32 grand. Anyway, um, yes. mm-hmm. Anyway, so for me, it was like, I'm not giving you test answers. That's not what MSL is. There's one very specific book review. I'm not going to say which one that has a lot of downloads. And there's always a bump the same time every year. So I'm curious (laughs) if there are people who listen to that episode to kind of get like the footnote version for the paper (laughs) they have to write. So I'm a little bit more like mindful of like, the well i was now i'm graduated uh but yeah this gave me the opportunity to bring conversations that are normally reserved just for seminary students for everybody because i think that actually matters you know there's some stuff well josh loved this series but you know i had to i had took a class on ministry administration you knew exactly which one i was i was actually about to bring that up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did a whole class on ministry administration, which is a little bit more specific. The preaching class I took and did episodes on that, you know, those are skills for very specific people in ministry. But like systematic theology or, you know, um, apologetics, a lot of the stuff, this actually is helpful for everybody. 
And I, I don't consider myself an intellectual, but I think Christianity needs more intellectualism. And one way to do that is to bring these conversations that guys like myself, Christian, Will, I know you were in seminary at one point, Josh, you're still kind of looking that direction, law school, seminary <laughs> thing, you insane person. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, to bring this stuff for everybody, because it helps me grow. It helps other students grow. Seminary is not just like this dead spiritual environment that everybody thinks it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that brings me to something that, that one of the main things I wanted us to talk about, actually, I, uh, you, your, your chart, church polity, church administration class, all that whole series that you did actually helped mm-hmm. a lot with a few different things. One, how systematic ecology, that podcast that Will and I both do and, and Christian. Thanks. So, you know, I don't <laughs> see the whole screen sometimes. Um, Brandon also sort of does. I make, I make cameos. <laughs> I was one of the OG hosts. Yeah, but he, um, <laughs> but over there, it's um, Brandon actually is the one that helped do this. We had to, we had to come up with a paper of what do we believe? How should this thing be structured? Because for those who don't know, systematic ecology has like 10 different hosts right now. And it's like, okay, well, um, how are we going to make everybody's schedule work? How do we, you know, pick our topics? How do we say what are we okay disagreeing with and agreeing on? Because we have everything from Luther to conservative Baptist to Pentecostals to whatever I am. I don't even know anymore. It's, it's just like, uh, okay, we have to figure out what do we agree on? What, how do we do this thing together? And then we're able to take that same document, rethink it and repurpose it for a network because a network is a little bit more vague than a do- denomination. You know, so we still have to agree on what whole church podcast listeners call the first tier stuff. Like what is salvation? You know, who is Jesus? That kind of stuff. We need to agree there, but I don't necessarily need everyone to agree the same denominational stuff. You know, for a network, we can believe two different things about baptism because I'm not going to be going to Christian's church service and then baptizing a baby, <laughs> you know, like that's not happening. Or, or drowning so, the babies, like I erroneously said. In our, uh, what, what yeah, we're not drowning that? babies. The um, Star Trek episode of all things, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. On systematic <laughs> ecology. But the, yeah. So, so we kind of had to figure that out, lay it out. What are the benefits? Why are we doing this? So that's one section of this document we made. Um, and then I'm still have some thoughts to share with you guys later. Um, the next oh, section is sort of a community standards, you know, where, how do we behave? What do we do? You know, no hate speech, but if we disagree on some things, how, what does that look like? And then that comes to even some of the shared beliefs. What do we want to have shared beliefs about? And I think that was probably the thing that was the messiest <laughs> was <laughs> us trying to figure out how do we do this? And, and the funny thing was I, as, as someone who's a, wants to be a law student, I, I kind of loved part of it because it wasn't really that we couldn't figure out what we wanted to all agree about belief wise. It was more agreeing about how it's worded. I think, does that sound right? Uh, most definitely. Yeah. Most yeah. of it. Yeah. Which but words matter, words matter. And to, yes. and to like kind of think through and be intentional with those words, I think is important as, is you know, like if you're dating somebody, you know, you don't necessarily care, care how they, uh, how they keep their their bathroom or whether they make their bed or not but eventually when you get under one roof and and you know you you live together or your roommates or something like that and you're like okay but well, now we're on this roof how are we going to live together and 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 
navigate our worlds together. That that makes a difference. So this this network, if we're all under one roof, doesn't mean Brandon has to make if we're in separate rooms, doesn't mean he has to make his bed every day because I do. But but yeah, the the common living areas where we hang out. Uh, we got to, you know, I don't want Brandon coffee, Brandon leaving his coffee cup out for a week with coffee in it because it's going to get molded. Out. I don't know where I'm going with this metaphor analogy, but you kind of know where I'm going with I, this. I'm along for the ride. I don't know what theological uh, framework is going to turn into mold after 10 days, but you kind of know what I'm getting at. Like, how do we live together is the big question. Yeah. Well, and that's so, so what part of what's interesting too is like even informing it um, because us four for the most part are kind of on the same page, kind of. There's definitely wiggle room. I think there's, you know, a scale. Some of us are more conservative. I think Brandon and Christian are probably more conservative than me and Will, you know, but it's not really that huge of a difference. But we're thinking of who we're open to. And we're like, well, we don't want to have a conservative or a progressive bent, really. We want yeah any person who's truly a Christian podcast that's thinking deeper because, you know, our whole tagline is Christian podcasts that think deeper. So we want it to be about that. Which side note, that's what I was going to say earlier. When I talk to Joe, the Happy Day Ministries is going to be more practical stuff. So they're thinking of what does this thing practically look like? Whereas our network is going to be more focused on thinking deeper about things. Not that we're never going to talk about practical stuff, but just kind of a, okay. So that's the different flavors there. So that really helped define it. Another thing that helped define it was when we took this document I'm talking about with the three parts, I actually sent it to some people that I knew were way more conservative than me and a few people that I respected that I knew were way more progressive than me and said, if you were to consider this, what words here stick out to you? Smart. Yeah. And then even after that, we within ourselves, I refined it even more. But I, I know I remember one of the progressive woman Christian podcasters that I really respect was like, yeah, I would never join anything that kind of sounds like you're okay with people just not liking women leaders at all. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I agree. I also don't want to be a part of that. Maybe I worded that too vaguely. You know, I know at one point it was a, why doesn't it say that these people are God's beloved? You say LGBTQ community, God made them the same he made everybody else. But why doesn't it say anything about how he loves them? And I was like, okay, I do believe that God loves everybody. Let's make sure that it has that word then. But then I think I might've took it a little bit too far. So when it came back to you guys, you were like, hmm, beloved children. And <laughs> what was, what was the other word that was really like, y'all were like, that was a little bit too far. Uh, I'd have to reread it old document. And I know some of my conservative friends brought out a lot of the stuff of like, okay, no, but if they do this, that's not Christian anymore. So I had a lot of parts where I said, okay, only this far is how much we'll disagree. And Will pointed out, he just really didn't like the word only. So we had to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Only, shoulds, coulds, those kind of words sometimes trigger me. So, yeah. Um, What would you guys say was the most challenging thing for us? Or if you had to pick like two or three that we had to agree on for this, that people might be interested to know that this is where the network thinks about this. When Joshua tells me to turn my mic down, I'm like, what? I, can't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, no, um, no, I, I, I do think, I mean, there's just a broad spectrum within Christianity. And sometimes, you know, we get in our own little tribe, or our own church, or our own family, and we think that's the only way or forget how other people operate and so or think differently or think in a different way. And so it's helpful to be in the same room and have healthy conversations. And that's what we want to model. I know that in society ecology, like we don't we don't want to be a Trojan horse or a bait and switch just with our geek stuff. And then like Jesus juke somebody and like, ha, gotcha. This is what you should believe. But it's like, we want, we, we 
generally want to geek out and hang out and then and then that's going to lead to some bigger things and sometimes you know it doesn't mean that we can't disagree i mean it's just working on that document and work be intentional with words we see how each other our styles and how we work and and what maybe sits well with us or doesn't sit well with us and that's going to be you know across the board there'll be more times like that um when it comes with our guests that we have or when we're trying to iron out um a year from now where we are and where we want to head moving forward so um i can't think of anything specific but i just think it's i think it's healthy it's how it's how people work together and um in a healthy way yeah i think specifically to me i remember the only thing being a big deal <laughs> um because you know we God loves everybody. We want to be open to everybody. But then it was the question of, yes, we want that. But no, we don't want someone who's going to come on here and do hate speech or something that might be considered slander or anything like that. Right. Um, I think the other two for me were probably women in ministry of in the LGBTQ community stuff. Um, I'd second that. Yeah. Christian, what? <laughs> How did those conversations go? I, I know, but our listeners don't know. And I'm tired of talking. <laughs> well, it's like reading the original documents, like. I understood the spirit of exactly what you were saying, but knowing people and how they would misconstrue certain words, I wanted different wording. And Brandon said some similar things as well. And we got into that discussion of how to do this correctly. I still can't remember exactly what the words were we talked about that we changed and what was added in there. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, how can I be a part of this group, not compromise what I believe? Because obviously I come from a very conservative slant. And yeah. yet at the same time, still approve of how this is worded, how this is being handled. So we can have these open discussions on issues that I really don't agree with and yet can still lovingly have a conversation with someone about that. Yeah. I ironically, part part of why that stuff was a big deal from the get go for me is because I, I do listen to podcasts with Trip Fuller or Dan Koch. And I, I don't remember what show it was exactly, but they mentioned like the first thing that people look for when they look at a church's website is what do you believe about women LGBTQ community? And do you think Jews are going to hell? I just assumed that none of us think Jews are going to hell. So I skipped that one. No, <laughs> as I'm like, you know what? I think that falls under the slander and hate stuff. So I'm ignoring this because they wouldn't make it anyway. But the other two, I was like, I really want this to be a place where people more on the conservative line and the progressive line, can be okay without us getting into heresy, you know? Um, so to me, it was I, personally, I think there's good arguments on both sides uh, when it comes to like the LGBTQ stuff. Um, when the whole church interviewed uh, Reverend Justin Coleman, the Methodist pastor that Will and I both know, one of my favorite things ever, we made a t-shirt. He said, I'm really glad there's not a theology test to get into heaven. And I was like, me too, man. Amen. There's definitely stuff that I don't think is a sin that could be. And there's probably stuff that I think is a sin that definitely isn't. Then God's like, dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, like that stuff definitely exists. <laughs> so, yeah, we can be wrong about some of these even important theological issues. But figuring out how do we say that without sounding like we're giving permission for someone to come on here and say that everyone's going to hell and there's no chance for salvation and also not leave room for people to come on and be like, there's no such thing as sin. You know, we don't want either of those things really. So we are like, how do we word this where we're kind of creating parameters that we're okay with without it being too narrow or too wide. Um, Brandon, how do you think we did? <laughs> you did the church administration class so you can evaluate us <laughs> zero I to mean, ten how did that conversation go bylaws look brandon like how do our bylaws and constitution and uh <laughs> yeah i mean i thought the conversation went 
pretty well. I mean, I've been in other situations where we've been tra- <laughs> where we've set parameters or, you know, and it didn't go well. Like we've all been in those situations. Maybe you haven't had to write like a, a constitution or a document like this before, but just like communicating with people from very different backgrounds. It's it can very easily get messy. You know, people mm. from the same family fight all the time, let alone people from four different corners of Christianity. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think we all handled it well. Um, I I usually play like the role of the specter from the DC. Well, I'll use a Marvel one. I usually play the role of the watcher because I know Marvel's Ooh, more popular. Uh, I kind of play the role of the watcher usually and just kind of like observe things because that's a good place to be at when things could explode. And yeah, I think there were things that came up that were totally for me like yeah, that sounds good. Moving on now, please. Thanks. <laughs> like, and partially it's because I consider like my faith to always be like a work in progress type of thing. So when it Ooh, came to same. a lot of like the very specific, um, specifically like the women in ministry part, like to me from the get go, I was like, yeah, good. Signing off. Moving on. Um, <laughs> but just just yeah. to sit back and watch you guys like will dissecting the word only and could and should and those are important. <laughs> it's very tedious and pastor will's actually a pastor so he's sat through many of these tedious conversations before with church constitution stuff so but just to like get everyone's perspective and everyone was very courteous and willing to listen to each other and process together maybe that was the good thing yeah it was like the Mm. processing part was very healthy and done well yeah I know the, the the one of the four of us is a host of the whole church podcast, and he was really excited. He was like, "Man, this is some good church unity right here," because it's not uniformity. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this is this is what I'm talking about." <laughs> Sorry, I did I did get excited afterwards because I thought about it, and I was like, "Hey, none of us fully agreed on this thing, and yet we agreed on where we need to agree," and yes. that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Will, I'm going to throw the hard part of this to you. Uh, because we mentioned it being uh-huh. the hard stuff, <laughs> because we mentioned these were the tougher conversations, for the sake of clarity, for those who are listening, how would you describe where we came down with women in ministry and LGBTQ as far as how much we want to agree with one another? Pass. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. kidding. <laughs> um, no, from what I understand is that we – hmm. Yeah, I, I think where we came down is it's like we, we acknowledge that there are differences when it comes to um, women in ministry positions within the church. And then, you know, how do we do it? How does one particular church or denomination de, um, define pastor, define priest? And mm-hmm. and we are like, you know, there there's there's biblical language language around that. And Paul, there's other places in in scripture that um uh, point to women in leadership and in ministry and preaching and teaching, but there's other parts that, you know, in terms of where there, there's just differences in terms of how do we define those terms. And we wanted to have uh, under one umbrella say, like, we are not against women in leadership or teaching or being in ministry. But when it comes to the, like the office and role of, of pastor and priest, um, there, there are differences within Christendom. And so we acknowledge that, but we don't want to say that women, you know, we don't want to be, um, chauvinistic or, or, or like, um, being, being, a um, or misogynistic and, and, or demeaning in terms of like half of the human population, uh, where my wife has a, a doctorate in education that teaches. And I know, uh, 
uh, some of my favorite uh, theologians and professors in seminary are are women theologians, and so mm-hmm. uh, and and preachers in, within my own denomination, and and preside at the sacraments. But there are other traditions that, that don't acknowledge that. But we wanted to acknowledge that the differences, but then also say that we are in our network. Um, we're not going to deny or overlook um, half of the population of human population. Does that make sense to oh, yeah. summarize that right? And um, yeah. And what I thought was really ironic is we had that conversation and the very next week, Christian released a podcast where he talks about how he doesn't think that women should be <laughs> priests, but thinks that they should be in ministry and in leaders. And I was like, did you do that on purpose? And he was like, oh, <laughs> like, like he just was unaware that he did that, that, that the, of the timing. And I was like, that's kind of funny. I have very low awareness as a person. Yeah, it was it was pretty amusing to me. Um, and, and similarly, you know, in terms of human sexuality, um, that 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 you can that's the same way as expressed the same way within within christendom there are some who are like you know i, I de- disagree with with um you know same sex union or or marriage or even someone who is um attracted to the same sex that whether they're a ministry or preacher or priest those kinds of things that within christendom there are some christian denominations that that are open and affirming and some who are not and so we wanted to at least say acknowledge the differences in the room but also say that we we don't want anyone to be demeaned or seen less than less than human. That everyone's created in the image of God, and um, in terms of those expressions and understanding what that means for folks, um, we want to have an open table. But also acknowledge that there within Christmas itself is very diverse, um, and there's a wide spectrum in terms of those things. And um, that's what we want to. But we want to be clear in this network where we stand in terms of where those parameters are in terms of how you speak of the other person. Yeah, and how you see the other person, and that's where we wanted to, to kind of say we don't want to put too many boundaries that they couldn't express their heartfelt feelings of how to interpret scripture, but also wanted to draw some parameters in terms of how we view the other person, um, in terms of creating the image of God. Yeah, yeah, we are okay with a, a podcast in this network saying that, uh, you know, people from that community are beloved and sinning. We are okay with people saying they are beloved, and I don't think it's sin. We are not okay with them saying. God hates them and they are or are not sinning. That the part is that that first part is really the thing that we want to agree about that God, God does love people, you know? Um, and, and I think what's funny too is just, just to give everybody an example, Christian and I, I think for the most part, most of our theology is actually really close. But for these two like big things, you know, quote, air quote big things of like women in ministry and then um, it, it, like I think specifically um, transsexual, we are – very different about where I'm like, nope, I think it completely makes sense that transsexuality can be a thing scientifically. I don't think there's anything in the Bible against it. I think, yeah, women pastors are cool. And Christian's like, nope. <laughs> and yet at but, the end of the day, we can still love each other. Yeah. But I feel like if, if we get into like doctrine of what is salvation, the Holy Spirit, you know, a lot of stuff we do agree upon. And it's just kind of knowing it's not this polarized thing of you're on this side and I'm on this side. It's more of a note. And, and it's especially going to happen with a podcast like this where we're trying to think deeper. I'm going to have a whole different set of beliefs than just one denomination is going to say. You know, I'm not going to be on one side or the other. I'm going to have thought through as many different doctrines as I can and just came out where I thought it made the most sense regardless of what side it's on. 
And I think all of us would probably agree to that, even if we disagree on those specifics along the way. Yeah, we acknowledge that, you know, the the church creeds, whether apostles, Nicene, others, um, you know, took hundreds of years for them to develop. Even the canon of scripture took hundreds of years to, to come together. And, and so, it, yeah, when you're... Um, if you have a new non non for profit, or if you're a church and you're trying to iron out your website, those or what you believe in your website, it, I hope that people take time to think through the words they use and why they use them. And then, if there's someone from the outside looking in saying, "This is how I perceive you saying this," are you? Is this what you're trying to say? And you're like, "Yeah." No, that's not what we're trying to say. So I need to think of a different way to say it, or like, "Hey, I think you capture that right." And it's not that you can make all people happy. Certainly not. But but words are important. So this, what we believe, what we're, how we structure ourselves, how we want this network to to be. We've we've said that this is a living document. That, that yeah. this is this is going to be fluid. There may be, uh, we may need to add a different bullet point at some point. There may be another issue that comes up we need to address and talk about. There may be some words that are used within our network that someone coming in going, hey, I, I, I believe in everything except for this one sentence and I just need some help with that, then we're open to those things because that's how you live in community with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's a, I'm trying to think of what, I had such a good thing there for a second. Give me a second. It was going to be a fun transition. I'll say this though, that we don't want to just make everybody happy, but at the same time, kind of in the same spirit of Paul, of being able to, to the Jews, I, I was a Jew, to the Gentiles, I will be a Gentile. And so, you know, Paul was able to figure that out. Paul, when he preached to the um, the Greeks, he used Greek material. And I believe it's, I think it's both in Philippians and also in the book of Colossians. He like, pulls from hymns, even pagan poetry at times. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to, we don't want to just be so vague that everyone feels welcome. Like we do want to have parameters of some sort, but still to have, you know, this ability to, you know, maybe you're a little bit more progressive. Maybe you're a little bit more conservative. Maybe you're a little bit more a thing, whatever Gonzo is like, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> an alien. Right. <laughs> but, you know, we want to we want to be able for people to feel welcome. Uh, I'll steal what we say at my church's youth group. Welcome, wanted, loved. That's what we're shooting for here. Mm, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And we want all the listeners to be comfortable. Um, and, you know, as we go through, you're not going to hear anybody. You're not going to get to even hear Christian and go, oh, so he's conservative. That means he believes all of these conservative things. No, Christian's a thoughtful person. And you're just going to have to wait till he talks about a topic to figure out what he actually thinks about it. Um, and the same thing goes for all of us. Um, I know I'm actually adding another podcast. So usually I don't talk about my specific beliefs on whole church, but in this network, I'm going to be adding dummy for theology. And I'm just going to be talking about theological topics, not doing anything practical with it at all. And it's just going to be educational. First one is just going to be what is theology? Because that's a big thing of itself. Um <laughs> That's funny. I was telling Will about it. I was like, and I'm going to start going through the Bible to find the tales. And he was like, Josh, you're stopping at the word beginning, the word created, the word God. Like, this is just word for word Bible. And I'm like, it's yeah. fine. We're going to go through the entire Bible word by word. And so it'll be, 
thousands of episodes, yeah. hundreds of thousands of episodes. And, I, and I'll also say that like, yeah, if you hear us say something or, or we, you, you hear us label ourselves something, don't automatically think that we're lumped into like, give us a benefit of the doubt and be easy on us. Like you may hear like, what if you had a bad experience with a surfer at some point? And then you hear that Will's a surfer and you're like, I hate him because he's a surfer. Maybe I'm a different kind of surfer than the surfer you bumped into who, who ran you over when you were at beach vacation when you're five years old. Like, I think, uh, you know, like don't, don't, lump us all in one thing be easy on us and if you hear us say something you don't quite understand that that yeah reach out to us we are totally open to a dm or an email or a text or a call to say i, I need to talk this through with you help me understand where you are and and um give us a benefit of the doubt be easy on us because yeah. we're still learning and growing too as as brandon said oh well then i'm going to be triggering and let everybody know I also, same thing applies for the LGBTQIA plus community. Uh, if you go through those letter by letter and try to figure out what I believe, uh, I don't believe the same thing across the board there. I can't say that I am, you know, like affirming or not affirming of the whole community because there's like, there's some things that I'm like, okay. And then there's like, K is for kinky. And I'm like, you're really going to have to tell me what that means before I tell you what I think about that. You know, like, so Yeah. You could think through each individual level letter if you want, or every word of the Bible and listen to Dummy for Theology. Or we have a, another one. An anonymous host is going to be part of this, and he's very different from all of ours. It's going to be a very explicit show, and he's uh, going to – it even starts off, because I heard some of the episodes beforehand, starts off with like a lot of like satire, making fun of some conservative Christian points, and then getting deeper into it later on. Is it anonymous it's because different. it's Jon Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> John Stewart, Anaza, Star Power. Does he have a cool name? Is he like Doctor X? Please tell me it's Doctor. No, no, it's it's the foul-mouthed preacher. Foul-mouthed preacher. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's the name that he wants me to put on the podcast show itself, so it'll come up on your feed and say the foul-mouthed preacher. And I'm like, is it my is it my homiletics professor in seminary? Because boy, that guy cussed like a sailor too. So is he gonna? Is well, it's actually Doctor Ridenhauer. Dr. Ridenhauer is going to be on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every third episode is him. Every third episode is John Stewart. And every third episode is Trip Fuller. But don't tell anybody. Don't tell <laughs> also, it's it's not those things for those. Listening. Plus, you would be able to tell don't if it's John Stewart. That. You know that guy's voice. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's kind of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, did y'all have anything else you wanted to add or... Um, Hey, you know, whether you leave your Mandalorian helmet on or whether you take it off, I think you're a brother or sister in Christ. Amen. Will is doing his best to like spoilers without spoilers here. And it's killing me. <laughs> well, Brandon, Brandon, I got a special sign off for this one. Tell, tell me what you think about this. Um, remember, <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> I was going to do yours, but I you just did mine. But laughing. Yeah. Oh God! Could, could you could you do your sign off for this? Mind, I, think sure. I think it's a good one for all of us. We all we all support this this one. Sure. Is it? Do you want me to do the full? Remember, theology is for everybody, so keep on studying. Yeah. In fact, what if you just said it like that while we're talking, and I just cut it right there.